The following program comes to you from the MNL Studios. Welcome in to the Mark and Linda podcast. Skeeter, how are we doing? Great. Today, comments with Skeeter on this day in history. Pretty good round. What year is it? Oh, God. Hey, I got one right last week. Itty bitty theater. Uh, if you're a Dwight Yoakam fan, you're in for a treat. I'll explain. Today, we talk with Sam Farmer, who has big news. Uh, Today, funeral songs. What song would you want played at your funeral? I got mine. Skeeter's got hers. And I've got some others. Nice. Uh, Drones, like them or not, they're here. What is the worst reply possible when somebody (laughs) says, I love you? Florida. Oh, Lord. Guess who wears their makeup to bed? And driving what car will get you the most hits on social media? Huh. Uh, I have a question. Yes. Did you forget to shave? I did not forget to shave. This has to do with the audition that I'm doing this week because my character doesn't shave. He'll shave whenever he gets around to it or thinks about it. Oh, okay. So I'm going with the unshaven. And speaking of that... You mean this long-ass audition we're doing? Yes, it is. This is... uh, You know, a lot of my auditions are guy three where literally here is an audition for me on a traditional day. Yes, ma'am, right this way. (laughs) And that's it. But this one is pretty involved. Very in-depth, very colorful character. Uh, Four scenes. It'd be awesome if you got that part, though. I mean, you'd be filming in New Orleans. It'd be great. Yeah. That'd be great. And uh, because I don't get many auditions that are as in-depth as this guy and as well-written as these scenes, and there are four, and each of the scenes are in-depth and long Uh, We did the first one yesterday. That's the most important one because in this world with these casting directors looking at God knows how many, if you don't impress them in the first 10 seconds, 15 seconds, they're gone. So, but if you make it past the first scene into the second, third, and the fourth, you want to make sure they're all good. So, But it seems like these audition go from one extreme to the other. Meaning? Like... One of them will be one line, and then the next one will be four fucking scenes. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's the part. It, you know, it depends on, you know, what the audition is. So we did the first one yesterday. We're going to do another one today. I will say this. This is kind of fun. Here I am at the age of 63. Before this audition, my character um, wears eyeshadow. A little bit of eyeshadow. Eyeliner. Just a little bit. Uh, glasses down on his nose and his hair spiked up. Well, he's supposed to have a ponytail. 
But you, we, yeah. Not going to so make that. The next best thing, I think. Compensate. So It I, was a sight, I, I have to tell you. Well, after the show today. After and I got to do it again today to you. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to be spending our weekend doing that. I don't mind doing it, except for that means, you know, on Fridays we go out and I have a glass of wine. We can't do that. (laughs) I can't drink wine, then put makeup on you, and then run two scenes. Well, the other uh, negative on that is that uh, uh, normally, as Linda said, we would go out to lunch. He's afraid to today because we've got rain. We've got rain and we've got storms coming. Uh, We've got a lot of rain. It's good. We need it, but we don't need this much. We've got like six straight days of nothing but rain. It's raining right now. Oh, my mood's going to be great with no sunshine. Mine and Red's. I may go to a hotel. (laughs) You know, just saying. There is one just around the corner. Uh, So I saw on uh, Good Morning America the robocalls. Everybody, we all get them. Robocalls. Phone rings. And I think by now we've all been trained. If you don't know the number, don't answer. it says unknown. Yeah, you just don't answer it. Uh, but it looks like the FCC is going to block them. Good. Yeah. So no more robocalls, if, in fact, that passes by the FCC. I wonder how long that'll take, though. That'll take for fucking ever. Well, I don't get the point, because the phone rings. You don't know the number, so you don't answer it. They don't leave a message. So what good are all of these calls that we're all getting every day do? I don't know. What What is the What, what, what do you accomplish by doing it? So I don't really understand then of course there's spam mail but at least with spam mail you have an unsubscribe you can click on that and get rid of it and god knows we've all got a ton of that so we're being attacked and i personally (laughs) uh, i have a real major problem when my cell phone is one thing but when the home phone rings and it's somebody trying to sell you something um that's our home that's our private home and you are calling around dinner because they're sharp they're smart these people (laughs) they know you're going to be home but we always look at the thing and if it's not a number we know we just don't pick it up so all of this is being governed and it looks like especially with robocalls the fcc is going to step in and go enough with the robocalls so good luck with you and yours there at your house so um here of late here's one advantage of uh, living on the lake Well, before I do that, I'll give you the disadvantage. I've said this before, and this is true. Uh, Two of the best things about living on the lake is having a pier and a boat. Two of the worst things about living on the lake is having a pier and a boat. Uh, It's true because um, the boat and the wave runner and the pier, they all need constant repair. You know, like in a car, you get in a car and you take off to the store or the movie, or and if you break down, you call AAA. If you're on a boat and you break down, it's a tow company and it takes an hour to tow you in so i'm kind of more on the side of the preventive every year before summer and the fun ensues i call the guy and his guys come and pick up the boat and the wave runner take it with them give it the complete overhaul replace whatever needs to be replaced give it the tune-up the spark plugs the whatever and then hopefully we're not going to have that thing happen Hopefully, yeah. you see how much gas is in the tank. Hopefully, well, it, you don't run out like you did last year. Well, no, I didn't run out. It was bad gas, and it just clogged the engine from sitting there. Is that your story? That is my story. 
and I'm sticking to it. Okay. That is what happened. <laughs> I had gas. It was just bad gas, old gas sitting there. And so so the kids are coming for the fourth, and so we're trying to go around and get everything ready. Let me rephrase that. I am going around trying to get everything ready, the boat, mm. the wave runner. Well, I mean, that's the things that you're in charge of. I'm not in charge of the boat or the wave runner Correct. or the pier. And I'm in charge of spiders. Um, it is very upsetting. I can go, and I'm not kidding, I can take my spider wand, Home Depot, 20 bucks, the best money ever spent, and I can go down to the pier and I can get rid of every single spider web down there. By the next morning, and I shit you not, they're all back, exactly yeah. where they were. That's because you're not getting the spiders. Well, how do you get the spiders? I don't know, and you can't spray for anything down there. Well, spiders are pissing me off. They're everywhere. Well, it's that time of year. I just think the um, what are they called? Mayflies. They're about to come. Oh yeah, those things. These are weird. Get this, they come by the thousands. Like I'll go down to the pier and they are stuck everywhere. It's these little bitty flies, and they're there for twenty four. They live for twenty four hours. Most of them don't make twenty four because they get caught in a spider web. Uh, and they die. So then you're stuck with thousands of these Maybugs or Jumbo, whatever they're called. And they're I've never seen them except here. And so we found one the other day, which lets me believe they're soon. They're coming, yeah. yeah. So we'll deal with that. And then they're gone. Right. They'll be stuck to the pier, outside of the pier, they're and then everywhere. the next day they'll be gone. They're everywhere. It's weird. There's we no have, stopping them. We don't have to clean them up unless they're in spider webs. So um, the other advantage to uh, th this would be an advantage to a pier uh every night of late i've been going down to the pier and watching the sunset i open my panther chair and i strike up a cigar and i sit and i just and i text the kids and i take pictures and i watch the oh sun boy, go down i bet they're loving that oh uh, well amy does <laughs> amy's the only one that'll respond to me matt doesn't care amy loves it and katie works so she she can't respond so what I've been doing too, when I have a really good sunset, unlike last night, didn't have one, not a good one, couldn't see it. I take pictures of these sunsets because I watch Bob Ross every night. Bob Ross is the old guy who paints. He's dead now, but he's, he paints. And I study, I watch. It's more than just watching and relaxing. I'm studying what he's doing because the time is gonna come that I'm going to buy the stuff that I need and I'm gonna start painting with him and then when I feel like I'm there, I'm gonna start painting these sunsets that we have here. Because they're, they're tremendous. Some of them are absolutely wonderful. Breathtaking how pretty they are. And then you'll look at my painting and you'll go, mm, that looks like a tree. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, that's what I'm doing. Get ready. My paintings are coming. Me and Bob Ross together as one. Great. Yeah, we're painting. Great, great, great. I don't know, that sounds kind of negative. Mm. What are you doing while I'm sunsetting? I am usually on YouTube, just watching every dog, animal thing I can find. Well, I'm the recipient because I don't do social media. Linda shows it to me. And my favorite this week is the guy sitting on a couch with a baby. With his son. That's his son? Yeah. Okay. Well, they're watching TV and this baby is very adamant in his own brain of what he's saying, but it doesn't come out of his mouth but gibberish. Oh, it's hysterical. It's and, so cute. And the dad is responding to his son. It is tremendous. And Linda said, I'm sorry, it's great. 
I can't say those words. Uh, so, but it's great. If you haven't seen it, I don't know how you find it. What is it on Instagram? Oh, it's everywhere. It's okay. on Twitter. It's on Instagram. Oh. It's on YouTube. It's everywhere. Just watch the baby. The dad does a great job, but watch the baby, how adamant he is about whatever it is he's saying. Very animated. He, he is. is so <laughs> facial expressions and getting into it. I mean, it's in his brain. He just isn't old enough yet to, oh, to, so to put it out there. So. Yeah, do check it out. That's my favorite. And then you showed me the dog that was trying to run from something yeah. and fell down. Yeah. That was great. Uh, yeah, none better. Absolutely none better. All right. Other than that, where are we? How are we? What are we doing? Well, I have a question. Yes. If it's not New Year's Eve, mm -hmm. what is the appropriate time that you do not do fireworks? Uh, well, New Year's Eve and 4th of July. No, I'm talking about what time do you cut those fireworks off? I, oh, I, I understand see. if it's New Year's Eve because... And 4th of July. Do you shoot fireworks off on 4th of July at midnight to celebrate the new year? It's except... No, no, it's except... It's the 4th of July. You can shoot fireworks until 2 and 3 in the morning. You really oh, can. see, I disagree with that. Well, I mean, you can... But I'm just telling you, people have license. They still have fireworks. They get drunker, and they go, I'm going to shoot the rest of these. Well, last Saturday night, our neighbors directly across the street from us had a party, which mm -hmm. was fine. At 10 o'clock, they shot off fireworks, which was fine. Yeah, they were done by 10. Yeah. Um, we go to sleep, 12.05. Mm -hmm. They start that shit up again. Which says to me, because the next morning there were four or five cars still there, so some of them got really drunk and spent the night. So I'm telling you, between 10 and midnight, they got drunker and decided, I'm going to shoot the rest of these off. Well, that was too late. That's just too late. I mean, we're sound asleep, and we got a dog that's petrified of them, and then you and I, you know, the drunks across the street, after they finished, went to sleep, and then you and I are up for a couple of hours with a scared dog. Well, see, if it weren't for Red, we'd be fine, because you and I could sit and listen to the fireworks. We'd be okay. It wouldn't bother us. But Red gets up, starts shaking. Yeah. Uh, then he tries to go into the shower because he thinks he can get away. So we're up right. babysitting him. And that was the reason it was a problem. But yeah, when there's not an event like a 4th of July, like a New Year's Eve, I would say 10 o'clock max is the time or to Or 11. Stop. 11 would be okay. Mm. But most people are asleep by 11, though. Yeah. Yeah. But midnight, that's pushing it. They were drunk. There's no question. Yeah. <laughs> drunk and enjoying themselves. And now... Hey, Rocky, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. Again? Nothing up my sleeve. Crystal! Ooh, don't know my own strength. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. And now, comments with Skeeter. We'll just start right off with the correction. Mm, great. Scott Baker says, that was not a streetcar named Desire. That was on the waterfront. Cody already told me. It was the only Brando clip I had. Shut up. At least you got a, a clip. I love it when you when you can't defend yourself and you're like, shut up. Well, I mean, what am I going to say? 
They are correct. I concede. You're right. <laughs> Debbie says, hey, guys, I felt the same way about the last Medea movie. My mom and I were watching it on pay-per-view. I stuck it out, and it does get funnier later on. No, so, it doesn't. So if it usually makes you laugh, I would rent it and fast forward past that part when you walked out of the movie. Y'all, it's awful, this last one. Tyler Perry, God love him, he's the most successful anywhere. Uh, but he decided to do like 15 characters, and they're just not funny. They're just not. Now, when Medea's on, it's pretty good. But I went with Linda. I took her. I took a hit for the team. I went, and it was just, I, I really thought, I can't possibly sit here for another hour of this. And then I heard the magic words, let's go. <laughs> Perfect. Cinders in Montana says, Mark, love Ellen Bernstein. Did I pronounce her name right? Bernstein? Ellen Bern Burston? Burston, I'm sorry. Ellen Burston. Uh -huh. Have you seen Resurrection? Yes, we oh, have, and that's why we love her so much. Yeah, Resurrection, Exorcist. She's just one of the great actresses out there. The reason she brings it up is it was listed as one of the great performances. Requiem for a Dream, I saw it. Um, and the movie is pretty, um, it's about people that are addicted to various things. Could be drugs, could be like in Ellen Burstyn, she was addicted to diet pills. And she was tremendous. She was great. Uh, but, but yeah, I wouldn't list it as one of the great performances of all time. It's just me. Yeah. Dustin says, Mark, I know you are a giant Twilight Zone fan. Mm -hmm. I've gone back and started to rewatch the original episodes and was wondering what are some of the RG's favorites? Damn it, Dustin. He has done a whole fucking list of these. So, Mark, don't go through the list again. Just tell us like your top three. Um, I'll just do, I'll go two. Oh, okay. Uh, my number one, I'll save that. <laughs> Probably the single greatest episode, and I love it. Um, anytime when you watch the credits roll at the beginning of A Twilight Zone and it says written by Rod Serling, then you're going to get a great one. Other people wrote some, and they're not usually nearly, nearly as good as Rod Serling's. But he wrote on he wrote Monsters on Maple Street. It is genius. It plays to this day the the topic of that show. Monsters on Maple Street. Genius is what it is. And then let me guess. Um, the your favorite would be. Willoughby? Stop at Willoughby. Yeah. That's my number one. That that really is my personal number one. Um, I saw that actor because I enjoy in the afternoon I watch the uh, uh, TV land and Gunsmoke. Gunsmoke used some of the best actors of the day and I see a ton of Twilight Zone actors and a ton of Andy Griffith actors. Just the other day on a Gunsmoke was Goober, the actor who played uh, um, oh, the guy that throws the rocks in the windows. No, well, no, no. Goober, Mister Darling, and the one that uh, his daughter married, Darlene. Oh, Doug. Doug or Dud. Dud. Dud Wash. Three Andy Griffith actors on on Twilight Zone or on uh, Gunsmoke. Really good. Uh, Kathy Hyatt says, Hey, Mark and Linda, we live on a lake in Palm Springs and have figured out how to keep the ducks out of our pool. 
Go to Amazon and search for swan decoys. Ducks and swans are enemies in nature, and ducks are too stupid to realize the swans are fake. The swans will keep the ducks and their shit out of your pool. The swans have a reservoir underneath that you will fill with water so they don't get blown out of the pool with the wind. We have ordered those. Uh, We do. Uh, We've got several coming, and I hope they work because... Look, we love having the ducks. We've not seen any ducklings. We haven't at, seen any babies of any kind anywhere. So I think we have to block them. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it's enough. It's an. It's enough. It's just enough with the duck shit all around the pool area. Yeah, I have to drag the hose out on a frequent basis and wash duck shit off the pool. So hopefully they'll work. I will say when I was ordering them, I was looking at one of the ducks. I don't know which one, not the one I ordered. The swans. Uh, the swans. And one guy said, well, I would complain about the money I spent, but the money spent entertained the neighborhood because my wife and I came home, uh, the swans were in the pool, surrounded by live geese who really enjoyed them. So they didn't work at all. (laughs) Well, those are geese, those aren't, aren't ducks. Well, we'll keep you posted as to whether or not these things work or not. But we've ordered swans, we're gonna put them in the pool and see if that deters the ducks from coming here and shitting on our pool. Yeah. Um, when Red used to chase them and stuff, we wouldn't have to worry about it because he would just scare them away and they wouldn't come back. But now Red's fine with the damn ducks. Yeah, Red doesn't he, care. He, he thinks they're part of the family now. Yeah, well, they kind of... And he walks right by them and they walk right by him and I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Well, they have become very, very familiar and comfortable with us. We can walk right by them and they don't move. Uh, and if it weren't for the duck shit, wouldn't have a problem, but they shit everywhere yeah and so so gotta get rid of it okay i have two comments um about this next subject so Mm -hmm. we will read both of these and then we will discuss vicky b says mark what no game of thrones finale talk i would like to know your thoughts since you have commented about every episode except for the last and linda fuck the people that didn't watch they can turn the volume down on their listening device 100 bazillion people watch the finale i'm sorry one million majority rules. And then Mark from Torrance says, I have a Larry David question for the MNL podcast. At what point in time are you allowed to talk about TV shows and or movies that have already played or already have been shown? Three days, a week, a month, etc. I really enjoy hearing your take, both of you, on movies and TV shows, but you always shut down the conversation because you don't want to be a spoiler. Screw them. Is it possible to simply give a spoiler alert and let people turn it out? Every time you go to give your opinion on something or simply talk about how great a scene was or how great an episode was, you shut down. Hearing your take is a big reason I listen to you guys. I love your insight because it is usually right on and you bring humor or education with it. Just want to throw this out as I get frustrated when you guys shut down your own take on things, but not to, as not to be a spoiler. All right, well, then I won't shut down. Um, I think month. You know, back in the day when there weren't DVRs or VCRs, um, you could talk about it the next day because people that were going to see it saw it. If they didn't see it, they're not going to see it. These days, you've got DVRs. You can watch it whenever you choose. But I think I think a month, that goes for television shows as well as movies that are in theaters. If somebody hasn't seen it yet in a month, you know, fuck them. Go ahead and talk about it. Uh, as far as the last episode of Game of Thrones, I know there was a lot of negative. Wait a minute. Are we going to say spoiler alert here? Well, you or, can. Are you going to talk about Game of Thrones now? I am. Okay. Spoiler alert. 
If you haven't watched it, turn it down. Uh, I I really enjoyed what they did. Look, we all watched the the penultimate, the next to last, and the mother of dragons was pissed. Khaleesi was very angry. And she didn't stop when they rang the bells, meaning we give up, we we quit. She didn't. She lost her shit. She did lose her shit, and she burned the entire village. She burned her own people. That's how seethingly angry she was. And I knew at that point, that is her demise. She will never sit on the Iron Throne. And she didn't. Uh, John Snow killed her uh, because he had to. I thought that was... I thought it was very moving, quite honestly. He loved her. He absolutely adored her, but she had to die because she was beginning to believe her own shit. She could not rule in the way that she thought she could. As she said, when he asked, what about the people that disagree? And her response was, they don't get to choose. Time to die. I loved it. I thought that scene, they spent about 30 million on that scene, and I thought it was great um what about the dragon where'd it go the dragon picked her up and flew off into we don't know where mm. i thought all of it was i thought that scene was worthy of the entire show maybe they'll do a new one just about the dragon oh i think i think they're going to be they have to revisit there's too much interest in where all these characters went um and so you were okay with the one that sat on the throne yeah in fact, I called it. Matt and I were texting back and forth the week prior. Who's going to sit on the Iron Throne? And I said him. I said Bran. And he is. Um, I, I, you know, I, I know a lot of people were pissed. Refilm the whole season. Well, okay, so that's stupid. Do you well, know how much a, a money? A lot of people it? just don't like for their shows to end. Well, okay, that, I get that, and 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 that's fine. But I I liked everything they did. Uh, and guys, that last. The, the the last episode and the next to last episode uh, 55 night shoots now a night shoot is when the actors report at 6pm and they don't leave until the next day at 7 or 8 I've done one night shoot and I'm still bitching about it that's how intense they are so yeah, you got to respect all the hard work that went into this show. And it is still the greatest television show in the history of television shows. Right along Goliath with Billy Bob Thornton, <laughs> season one, that was pretty great. So enjoy. All right. And our last comment comes from James. I was wondering if the RG can talk about yacht rock music if possible. Well, yes, I can. Uh, in fact, today we have prepared. There is, you know, I told you about K-pop, Korean pop. It's a new thing. It's not really new, but it's new. It's basically pop music laid on Korean traditional music values. And we went through that uh, and dug it. Well, there is another genre of pop rock called yacht rock. Yacht, meaning boat, rock. Which is hard for me to say for some reason. Yacht rock. It doesn't flow off the tongue. Well, if you, don't, pro if you don't pronounce the T, it's yacht rock. Yeah. But you pronounce the T, yacht rock. But it is yacht. Right. You, okay. Yacht but you rock. don't have to say T. The yacht tea. rock? Yacht. Yacht. No. Yacht, uh, yacht rock. So we're going to go through it. I went through 
uh, a list of some of the biggest yacht rock songs. So imagine you're laying on your yacht and these are the songs that are playing as you watch the sunset or whatever. So we'll go through those. But right now, we're gonna call Sam Farmer. Oh, yay. There is a specific reason we're calling Sam. Uh-oh. Well, now, what the hell? I dialed it right. All right, let's try this again. RG on the phone. All right, I'm gonna re-get rid of that. Delete. RG trying to dial in a number. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Uh, uh, I hope my phone's not fucked up again. Oh, jeez. Uh, it can't be, can it? It can be. <laughs> Is that funny? You having a good time? Let's see my phone. Phone's fucked up again. All right, let me make sure that I've written the number down correctly. And did you remember to turn the phone line on? What do you mean? Didn't you say you have to turn the phone on? No, I did. Okay. All right, let me text Sam. Do we know the phone number? Uh, it is, no, we don't. You'd think I'd know that. I pay that bill every month. There it is. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Y'all pardon me, Lindy, you gotta say something. Well, every time I do talk, you say fuck you. Well, I'm not Cause now, I'm cause I'm making fun dying. of you. Uh, talk. Plus, we like listening to you figure all the sound. It's not entertaining. RG mm. on the phone is very entertaining. All right. All right, I'm texting Sam to just call me because I can't get through to him. So hopefully he will because I don't know why this is happening. Uh, the phone system, sometimes it just decides it's not going to play and it shuts down. So I couldn't get the phone call through to Sam. Hopefully he will now call me. We're going to be watching because there is news that I want Sam to be the one to share with you. I'm not. So until we can get Sam on the phone, it's just not going to happen. Is he calling yet? Not yet. Let's do some of this. This, by the way, is Mark Benilla. A lot of the music we use on the program is instrumental stuff written and produced by Mark Benilla. He's playing every instrument you hear. There's good work. Phone is still not ringing. All right. Well. Well, shit. Yeah, I have to believe there's well, something Well, then maybe wrong. he can call you on your cell phone. You can just put it on speaker for everybody. We've done that before, too. <sighs> All right, let me try that. Okay, that apparently didn't work, so call my cell phone, and we'll do it that way. And here's Mark Benilla. Yeah, this. Well, fuck. Uh, we have to call AT and T now. This uh, Dwight Yoakam thing is you're you're gonna if you're a Dwight Yoakam fan, you're just gonna love this. I found it. It was in my iTunes library. I found it, and it is quite good. So if you're a Dwight Yoakam fan, stand by. You're really gonna love this. So while we're waiting on Sam mm -hmm. to uh, call, I just want to tell everybody that next week, 
Friday the 14th, we will be dark. No okay. show. Yeah. When? Next week? Mm-hmm. Next Friday. Okay. Maybe Sam forgot we're doing this, but he texted me this morning. Maybe he's working out at the Y and he hasn't finished yet. Sam doesn't work out. And if he does, it's not working. Sam does work out. Mark, look at the home phone. It's lighting up. Is that Sam? No, this won't be Sam. All right, hang on. Hey, Sammy, is that you? Yeah. Okay. All right, well, for some reason, my phone system into the studio's not working, and I didn't tell everybody what the news is waiting for you. First of all, how you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing? Uh, pretty good. You know, it's Friday, it's rainy, it's shitty, but uh, that's beside the point. Uh, you're, uh, are you on the road, or are you in L.A.? I just got back uh, last night at midnight. I was in uh, Chicago with Peyton Manning all day yesterday. How is Peyton? Uh, He's doing great. He's uh, uh, he's doing the show Peyton's Places, uh, which will start uh, airing, I think, in August, maybe maybe mid July. And uh, they're thinking about having it, it. It'll be ESPN, but NFL Films is doing it. And he does all sorts of crazy things. You know, tries to reenact the uh, the Immaculate Reception. He talks to, you know, he came to L.A., talked to Eric Dickerson about his record. He, he, yesterday, we had, you know, we were on a boat with Mike Ditka on the Chicago River. Damn. We went to Wrigley Field and met with uh, Joe Madden and, and um, Chris Bryant from the Cubs um, and talked baseball. Then we went to Soldier Field and met up with, uh, George Went and Robert Smigel, the Saturday Night Live super fans, and, and uh, um, you know Peyton did some funny stuff with them. So, it was a, uh, and then he, and he interrogated uh, uh, Jerome Bettis about who killed the fullback. <laughs> so it, it was a full day. I mean, we were just uh, full day from location to location, but I get to spend some good time with him, and it was really fun. All right, Sam. So, I mean, this, you know, you, you shared this news with me and it, and it took a full day for it to soak in because this is, this is pretty impressive and really, really big. Tell everybody the news you shared with me a week ago and told me to not share, but now I know that it's gone public. So if you would share the news with everybody. Uh, so I'm going to the Hall of Fame. Wait, 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 no, wait, no, it's more than just the Hall of Fame. Which Hall of Fame are you going into? Uh, the, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Woo-hoo! Wow, wow. Yeah. That's so exciting. One writer, one writer a year, and for the last, I'm the 51st uh, year that they've done this, and uh, somebody who is, uh, they say, a long and distinguished contribution to professional football. Uh, so I get uh, to be part of the ceremony. You know, uh, I speak at the gold jacket dinner uh, the night before Ooh. the event. It's sort of like uh, with the Oscars, how they have like the technical awards. Mm-hmm. 
Well, Sammy, uh, first of all, uh, completely well-deserved. And, uh, oh, you. you know, you're going to be in the NFL Hall of Fame. All right, so two questions. One, yes. being a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, you, Sam Farmer, obviously not a player. You're going in as a writer. Do the writers get a gold jacket? You know, I I don't know that. I doubt it. Uh I doubt it. I do not know the, the details. I know I speak at the Gold Jacket dinner. I know they treat you just like a Hall of Famer. They were they were prudent enough to not give us a bust because you've seen what sports writers look like. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a plaque in the Hall of Fame, not at our bust, which are a players. But but uh, uh, I don't know if. Uh, if the gold jacket is involved, but um, they certainly treat you like a, you get the gold jacket treatment, and uh, it's really a special honor and a special place. But you know, my focus right now is the Radio Hall of Fame. That's that's where you know the fact that Mark and Brian are not in there right now. Um, is astounding to me when you think about the millions of people whose lives were affected and who brought you into their lives for their daily daily deal. So that's where the focus should be. Yeah, but Sam, I'm going to tell everybody what I told you because you were sharing with me the news that you were in the NFL Hall of Fame and you responded by saying, yeah, that's fine, but we've got to get Mark and Brian in the Radio <laughs> Hall of Fame. And I said to you, you can fuck yourself. You beat me into the Hall of Fame and fuck you. You sack of fucking writer shit. There is absolutely no justice in that because, uh, you know, I, I, like like many people, I mean, my dad was listening to you when my dad was a little kid. Wow. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, it, it, it does remind me, Sammy reached out and we're kind of buzzed because Sammy, you know, he covers the NFL for the Los Angeles Times and Sam will travel around quite a bit uh, during the summer and then uh, uh, during the season itself. And Sammy reached out. Of course, you know, it's actually Amy's bedroom, but because Sam has stayed in it, it is now the Sam Farmer suite. And Sam reached out <laughs> wondering if the Sam Farmer suite was available uh, during the week of the opener with the Carolina Panthers and the Los Angeles Rams. And so he and his wife, she's going to be on the road. They're coming and they will be here. And Sammy, obviously, we're going to sit down and do a podcast. Absolutely, I'm so excited about that. I love. I mean, that's that has suddenly become the best stop in the NFL. If I can go to a Carolina game and see Mark and Linda, it's, it's my favorite 
favorite city to go to, even though um, it's a crap team. <laughs> and I don't mean that. I don't mean that, man. <laughs> Well, Sammy, wait, wait, wait a minute. You, yeah. There was a two-part question that you asked about the gold he, jacket, he, and then what's the second part? He of that? answered it. I wondered if he's going to get a bust, and he isn't. Oh, but I want to know what do you get? Do you get a trophy? Do you get a take-home plaque? Do you get a ring? I mean, what is? What do you take home? Well, I. I Still need to figure that out. I got my first call from the from the Hall of Fame um, this morning. I mean, we sort of connected on some of the on some of the details because they fly you out, they fly your family out, they put you up. Oh, that's You're there nice. all week um, for the game, for the for the concert, um, which they have the day after the ceremony. Which is uh, uh, that's Imagine Dragons, right? Imagine Dragons. Yep. Yeah. So I. But I haven't gotten to the point where I say, okay, what, what are you I get? Me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Sammy, you, you need to call him back and just ask him this question. Hey, I'm going to be in the Hall of Fame. What do I get? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, I thought it might, that might trigger a recount. <laughs> <laughs> He's on his best behavior. Well, Sammy, look, I, I mean, I was floored when you told me I'm floored yet again. It's awesome. Congratulations. It's, it's beyond awesome to be singled out among the many writers across this country, across this world that cover the NFL. And now you're going to be a member of the Professional Football Hall of Fame. Much deserved, yeah. and congratulations, my friend. I've been there. Yeah. No, this is exciting. Thank you. It is. It's really exciting, and it was so much fun uh, when I got the, got the word because immediately, you know, I heard from John Madden, I heard from Al Michaels, I saw Peyton, the first thing he said to me yesterday, and, and uh yeah, Jerome Bettis, as soon as he saw me, he, he congratulated me on that. So the word spread, and this is the cherry on top of the Sunday talking to you guys. Well, Sammy, listen, yes. uh, uh, again. Thank you there, Mark. Well, the, the very best to you. Congratulations. We can't wait for your visit, uh, and we will go and hopefully walk away from Panther Stadium with a victory against the Rams. Mm. I love you guys, and I just want to say that in honor of this award and, and in keeping with this, we really need to have that plaque made in bronze, the Sam Farmer Suite. I don't want one written out on paper. I don't want to read it on paper. To the wall. Yeah, so, so what Sam is talking about, whenever he in comes to... Whenever he comes to visit, I print on a piece of paper from my computer the Sam Farmer suite. So now this guy wants a bronze plaque with it. And Linda, can you imagine Amy's Amy. face when she oh, walks in and yeah. there it says Sam Farmer suite? That's hysterical. Sammy, listen, the best. I appreciate I'm sorry about the phone system, but I appreciate you carving out time. And again, congratulations. We will speak soon, my friend. Yep, you guys are great. Love you guys. See you, Sam. Bye, Sam. Have a good weekend. You too. Bye. Uh, all right, well, so there how, it is. Did you hang that up, honey? Yeah. Okay. Um, how exciting. Oh, it's, no, it's, I mean, he's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Sam Farmer. And listen, guys, I'm around Sam. He comes and he visits and I see him. He really is a walking fucking idiot. 
and he's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I mean, Peyton Manning and Jerome Bettis are saying congratulations. Oh my God, he's a doofus. He's, I can't believe he's still got a job. I really, I really can't. But he's in the Hall of Fame. So if he can do it, I think anybody can. All wow. Right. No, no, I mean every word of that. All right, let's get to some of this. History. 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 That happened, and we all let it happen. DJ Murray the K turned the stones onto the song It's All Over Now, which was a single at that time by the Valentinos. The group featured five Womack brothers, including their sister, who wrote the song. Here is Keith Richards on the tune. We cut that in the Chess Studios, the first time in Chicago. A year before, you know, we were playing bars in England, you know, and now we're walking into Chess Studios, which are all of these records that have been made that were so important to us. It was 175 years ago today in London, England, that the very first YMC opened to the public, 1851. And you were there. It's an old joke. I, uh, I bring this up because I am such a fan of horror films. It was on this day, sad day, uh, but a good life. On this day in 2015, Sir Christopher Lee, the star of countless horror films, who also appeared in one James Bond film, The Man with the Golden Gun, The Lord of the Rings trilogy, uh, and in Star Wars as Count Dooku, Doku, he died at 93. Dang. I'll watch any Christopher Lee horror film. The Hammer film, so good. The Hammer film? Mm. Mm. Never found a four-leaf clover to bring good luck to me. No rabbit's foot, no lucky star, no magic wishing tree, but I got lucky. I got lucky. Yes, I got lucky. lucky when I found you. It was on this day back in 1982 
Graceland opens to the public. Elvis Presley's mansion soon becomes the number one tourist attraction in the country. And, and that was when, because we went, uh, not in 82, but we went like shortly after. Shortly after. And that was when the ticket office was a trailer. It was, and it wasn't like it is now where they give you headphones. You were taken into Graceland by a guide, a person. And you would walk around with them and they would explain to you what this room did and you could ask them a few questions and then move on. Not that way anymore. And then I know that my good luck is really here to stay. Oh, I got lucky. I got lucky. Yes, I got lucky. And I, 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 I will say this. Uh, even if you're not an Elvis fan, uh, a trip to Graceland is absolute paramount for you. Yes. Uh, you see the house and the rooms, his living room and, and, and all that. Uh, but it's the full circumference of who he was and what he was because they have so many museums right there at Graceland. All of his jumpsuits, all of his cars, all of his motorcycles. It is a full day. They have a tremendous hotel there that you can stay in. It's the Heartbreak Hotel. And do you know why? Because it is actually at the end of Lonely Street. A pitch, a swing and a miss, strike three. A jump shot from the corner. Do you want to watch two things that are on at the same time? Well, now you can. Because Sony's revolutionary Betamax deck, which hooks up to any TV set, can actually videotape something off one channel while you're watching another channel. It was on this day back in 1975, Sony did introduce the Betamax, the first consumer video cassette recorder. The bulky machine sold for $995, basically a thousand. Damn. And I was in Knoxville, Tennessee at the time, and I spent a year studying because there were two battling formats. A lot of the younger people don't remember this. You could either go VHS or you could go Betamax. And I studied it. And I went VHS, RCA, VHS. I was the first person anywhere to have one. And so I did it right. I didn't go Betamax. Betamax can't even find anymore. Right. So VHS was the one to go. And it was on this day in 75, it was initially introduced. I guess history was made on this day, 1975. Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy by Elton John becomes the first album ever to enter number one. Those east end lights, muggy nights, the curtains drawn in the little room downstairs. Prima Donna Lord, you really should have been there. Sitting like a princess perched in her electric chair. This one more beer And I don't hear you
Prior to the release of Tommy in May of 1969, The Who was not doing well financially. The double disc entered the Billboard album chart 50 years ago today, June 7, 1969, and it changed the band's fortunes forever. Pete Townsend and Roger Daltrey explained. Tommy was a very, very kind of honest, direct piece of work. It came out of an adversity which was partly financial but also partly emotional. It paid the rent. <laughs> Tommy paid the rent, it's true. Really true. Before Tommy, we were flat broke, penniless, and in debt to the tune of what would be today millions and millions of pounds. And Tommy paid the rent. And it was also on this day, sadly, 1964, they just talked about they were broke. This day, 1964, the Rolling Stones performed at the Teen Fair of Texas in San Antonio. The show was a complete flop. Only 3,000 seats were sold in a 20,000-seat oh. arena. Not good to be the Stones, but they were brand new. Oh. All right, let's waste no more time. Let's get to it. It is time for What Year Is It? All right, so we're just going to get through this because we're late. Sam oh, no, was, we don't have to get through it. Well, no, we're Sam. We're going to rush through this. Sam talked too much. No, it was you and your phone. <sighs> All right, here we go. Let me make sure I got my right one. And Okay, here we go. Kay. Are you ready? Mm, I'm ready. Song from said year. Tell me what it takes to let That's Aerosmith? It is. Okay. Hit movie from said year. Sam's dead. Tell her I love her. He says he loves you. Sam would never say that. Oh, go, Molly. You in danger, girl. And Whoopi won a gold, a, uh, an Oscar for that. Yeah. And headlines from said year. And the Oscar goes to Driving Miss Daisy, Richard Dizzy, What was the year? Nineteen eighty one. The year was nineteen ninety. Boy, do you suck? Yeah, boy. All right, here we go. Uh, uh, just so you know, I wanted to say sometime in the seventies, but no, yeah, boy, God, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not really sure when Aerosmith was, you know, real popular. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. All right. Said year. Classic song. But you're crying. You're crying now. Top movie from said year. He will call himself Clark Kent. But the world will know him. Superman. And headlines ripped from the pages. Proposition 13 caused what may be a record voter turnout. For 25 years, we've had increasing taxes on properties. Now it's a chance for the people to say something about it. Linda, what is the year? 1985. 1978. All right, you got two more of these. Good luck. You're oh, owing to. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're I thought we were to, done. No, we got two more. <laughs> All 
All right, said year. The idea, see, is to get the year. That's what I'm trying to do, baby. All right, good luck. Uh, classic song from said year. I have no what, what, what is that? Free as a Bird by the Beatles. What? Okay. Movie from said year. A totally new animated motion picture event. I am Buzz Lightyear. I come in peace. You are a child's plaything. You are a sad, strange little man. Toy Story. And stories ripped from the headlines. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder. What is the year? Fuck, fuck, fuck. It's not the year. Um... But how could the Beatles have a song? I will tell you, the Beatles were already broken up. John Lennon had recorded the vocals on a cassette tape, and they went in the studio and made a song. Okay, because that kind of threw me off, that with Toy Story. Um, Okay, 1996. 19... 95. Fuck. Loser again. I couldn't remember the day, the year of the OJ thing. All right, one more. You're 0 for 3. I know. You were close there. <laughs> but close is no cigar. All right, classic song from said year. Um, can you tell me the name of the artist? Uh, that's John Mellencamp, and the song is Crumbling Down. John Mellencamp. So that kind of tells me what decade, because he had a lot of names. John Cougar, uh-huh. then it was John Cougar Mellencamp, uh-huh. and then it was John Mellencamp. So I've given you a hint, and it won't help. I know. Uh, top movie from said year. Sean Connery is James Bond. Never say never again. My name's Bond. Oh, you're Mr. Bond. And headlines ripped from said year. Tomorrow, the tents of the 4077 will be coming down for good. And I can't say that I've loved you all either. I've loved as many of you as I could. (laughs) What year is it? Oh, for four, Skeeter. Not even one. Not even one, and that one had a hint to it. Mm. You suck hard. I thought he went to John Mellencamp later on. All right, let's do some of this. Good day and welcome. I'm Jonathan Dick. Today, we give you something from the boards, brought to us by listener Gary. Thank you, Gary. It is called The Trial. A woman is on trial for beating her husband to death with his guitar collection. The judge says, uh, first offender? She says, no, first a Gibson, then offender. You see, 
Never mind. <laughs> I like that one. All right, so let's get into Yacht Rock. You, this is exactly what you think this is. This is songs that are fun to listen to while you're on a yacht, mm-hmm. sipping a Mai Tai or a margarita, mm. and you're cruising along, enjoying the sunset, and this is the soundtrack for that trip. Now, I will say that these songs are perfectly fit for this, there are many that could go in here on this, and this is an actual genre of music, yacht rock. Having said that, there is really, and we're going to play a sample quite a few, and I'll do it quick. But Wait, there, well, You don't have to do it quick. Okay. Well, we're going to sample several, but this one, this first one is number one. There is nothing that beats this selection of Yacht Rock. Christopher Cross, Sailing.
She musters a smile for his nostalgic tale. Never coming near what he wanted to say, only to realize it never really was. She had a place in his life. He never made her think twice as she rises to her apology. listening music as well right it sounds exactly like, what it, it sounds is. like the songs that they play on the blend do you feel like you're on a yacht mm, it makes me kind of want to have a margarita <laughs> i was so pumped about this movie and the best thing about this movie was this song after the song was over, you were stuck with a shit fucking movie called FM.
And I find it hard to believe we got this far into easy listening yacht rot without an eagle song. Oh. Too late. It's funny. I like the Eagles when I hear one, but I don't ever listen to it. It's just a little sleepy for me. I guess that's all we have. Sing along. <laughs> my bad. Oh, this is going to be stuck in my head all day now. All I want to do when I wake up in the morning is see you lie. Rosanna, Rosanna. Never thought that a girl like you could ever care for me. Rosanna. All I want to do in the middle of the evening is hold it tight. Rosanna, Rosanna. And if it's not the Eagles, it's at least one of them. going to go out on a boat. Wait a minute. I can't believe that Margaritaville's not in there. I uh, mean, to me, that would be the classic Yacht Rock uh, song. Excuse me. Did you write the list of Yacht Rock songs? You didn't. Well, now that I know what they are. You write your own. <laughs> All right. So, songs you want to be buried to. Now, I'm not yeah, sure. Your funeral I've... songs. What, a song that you want played at your funeral. All right. Uh, are you ready for yours? Yeah. Go ahead. Play mine. All right, so again, these are mine and Linda's and then a couple of listeners. We didn't have time for a bunch, but here we go. Songs that you would like. Linda, we have a limited amount of time. No, we really don't. We do. Okay. What is it you want to sit here until five? Well, I mean, we can get this done, baby. Ah. All right, here we go. 
Your choice. This is what Linda wants. She's laying there in a box. I'm not going to be laying in a box. I'm going to be burnt to a crisp. I'm not laying in no box. Again, details. I swear to God, if y'all have me laid in a box, I will haunt each and every one of you. Linda, you haunt us in life. (laughs) No, it's just going to get worse then. And look, you're dead. There's not going to be a ceremony. I'm not going to spend that money. I don't want a ceremony is what I'm saying. And, And it's, I just... You know, it's I, I don't want you to mourn my death. I want you to celebrate my life. drinking scotch. Good Lord. All right. So uh, for mine, and I put too much thought into it, but not really, because this is one of my favorite songs of all time. My favorite piece of music is Beethoven. That's low key, and I didn't want to do that. And my second favorite song is Glenn Miller. Uh, And there was a song he had written that he considered to be his best work. And the song had a trombone solo. The entire melody of the song was a trombonist, his number one player. And it was going to be the song debuted the next day on a live nationwide broadcast of Glenn Miller's orchestra. And that night they were rehearsing it. And the guy who played the solo on the trombone, when he went to sit down, his trombone hit his music stand and broke his lip, busted it. He can't do it. And they've got the show tomorrow. So Glenn Miller, beside himself, he excused everybody. And he sat up all night. And he realized, if I don't have a trombonist, this might work on clarinet. And so it can't be one clarinet. It's got to be the entire section of clarinetist. He sat up all night and rewrote every single sheet chart Dang. for the broadcast that next day. And it is the single one song that he is best remembered by. There I am, laying in a box. Oh my God, are you gonna be in a box? Sitting, it's my funeral. (laughs) Sitting in front of a crowd of people or two. You're sitting in a box. Stay out of my fucking death. Wait, you want us to prop you up? (laughs) Sorry. So I'm in a box and the place is filled with five people and it's time for my swan song, which will be Glenn Miller. 
kind of sad. I'm dead. I'm sad too, but for a different reason. Very different vibes here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so from a couple of listeners, both of these songs, I don't... Hold on a minute. Let me just go through this because there were a few people that made comments. So we had your usual... Um, uh, everybody have fun tonight. Another one bites the dust. Imagine dead man's party. Um, someone said Kokomo. Um, a funeral for a friend. But there were a few that I don't think I've ever heard before. And one we couldn't find, Marty. We couldn't find I'll Meet You at the Crossroad. I looked everywhere. We couldn't find that one. Um, do I don't know if I know um, John K. said Into the Mystic. Well, first of all, it's Van Morrison. Well, no, John Kay, that's his funeral song. Oh. (laughs) Now, this is a tremendous piece of music. I've got to make it all the way to the horns. This is tremendous stuff right here. We were born before the wind. Also younger than the sun Yeah, the bonnie boat was one As we sail into the mystic Hearts now hear the sailors cry Smell the sea and What's this guy's name? John John, great choice. Let your soul and spirit fly into the mystic. And where that foghorn blows, I will be coming home. Mm-hmm. And when the foghorn blows, I want to hear it. Just like way back in the days of old Yeah, magnificently we will fold Into the misting So good, Johnny. All right. And then Jeanette Torres said her funeral song would be Stole the Show by Kygo. Darling, darling, I'll turn the lights back on now. Watching, watching. It was a good song. As the credits all roll down and crying, crying. You know we're playing to a full house. House. 
No heroes, villains, one to blame While wilted roses fill the stage And the thrill, the thrill is gone Our debut was a masterpiece But in the end for you and me Hold this show, it can't go on We used to have it all But now's our curtain call So hold for the applause Oh, 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 oh Wave out to the crowd and take our final bow. Oh, it's our time to go, but at least we stole the show. 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 I like that one a lot. Mm-hmm. All right, then the next one um, from NMCN. From the beginning, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. This is a classic piece. I don't know this one. Yes, you do. one comes from R. Campbell and he said no one lives forever oingo boingo Okay. Um, I do have to tell you that we were while we were playing ours, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Matt texted me, Mom, I'm not playing any of this music at either of your funerals. <laughs> and yes, you will, Matthew. And I changed my mind. I don't want that Glenn Miller shit. I want this at my funeral. Break a day. 
going to have time for Dwight Yoakam. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, but I do have to get in a couple of things. Well, save he, Dwight Yoakam. Uh, I am going to. Okay. Let's see, and then we can stop. Wait, no, I got to get that. Let me do that first, and then I'll get you out of here. Okay, today is National Donut Day. Yes, it is. I do not like cakey donuts. All right, so here are the places that you can get a free donut today. First of all, Krispy Kreme. Mm. You can get any donut in the store. Oh, you know what I'd get? Lemon-filled. I would not be joining you in that. They're delicious. Krispy Kreme, any donut in the store for free all day. And then Dunkin' Donuts, and they suck. Yeah, I don't like Dunkin'. You can get a free classic donut, which means just glaze, right? no filling, but you have to purchase a beverage. Well, yeah. It's donut day. I know, but it's also a business. Fuck them. So go to Krispy Kreme. Fuck them. <laughs> All right. I'm going to... Get... I, l- I like Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I don't like their donuts. They're mm. too cakey for me. I don't know that thing. Uh, okay, this. Hollywood Hotel. We don't have time. Uh, okay, out in theaters for the weekend, you tell us what Rotten Tomatoes gave. And again, I've got a bone to pick. Dark Phoenix. I have no... Oh, uh, that's... Um, what is that? Superhero, I don't know, something. Uh, X-Men. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a 80 and 86. 22. Oh, fuck. They're cranking these things oh, out. Fuck. They're, no, no. They're cranking these things out so fast. Same with Star Wars. Just one after the other and nobody cares anymore. And they're shit. Uh, the Secret Life of Pets 2. No. I hope it got a good one. 90. 57. All right, this is the movie that stars Emma Thompson and Mindy yes. Kaling. Yeah. She wrote it. Yeah. Late Night. 80. 77. Mm. The Last Black Man in San Francisco. I haven't even heard of this one. Nor have I. 95. 93. Mm. And then lastly, Leto. What's that about? I don't know. I looked it up. I didn't see anybody in it I've ever seen. 50. 80. Oh. Now, they've figured out that people, us, common guys, people, uh, we look at this rating, this percentage, it gets this, and they buy tickets. I think they're cheating now. I really, really do. I think they're inflated. I rented a movie two days ago in my theater that had 98%. It was just average at, what even average? 
So I'm really starting to doubt the whole fucking thing. What meds are you on? Me? None. I used to be on lithium and Seroquel and Abilify, but I don't take them anymore, no. They make me foggy and they also make me bloated. Yeah, I was on Xanax and Effexor, but I agree it wasn't as sharp, so I stopped. You ever take Klonopin? Klonopin, yeah. Right? Jesus. Like, is it what? Yeah. What day is it? <laughs> How about Trazodone? Trazodone. Well, it flattens you out. I mean, you are done. It takes the light right out of your eye. I bet it does. So, um, uh, it's, uh, I'll come back to that. It, it apparently is true. We've been watching all week. We watch Entertainment Tonight and Inside Edition, whatever it is. Yeah, we don't watch Jeopardy anymore since James left. So, all of the shows have been reporting that Bradley Cooper and his, I guess, wife. Nope, girlfriend. Girlfriend. That they're done. And apparently, they are. Uh, her name is Irina Shayek. They're done. Uh, yesterday, she was spotted jetting out of L.A. with their daughter. She called the movers. They packed her possessions from their $5 million mansion. A source revealed, quote, they haven't been good for a few months. She decided that it would be best if she moved into her own place. Well, things happen. And there's quite a age difference there as well. Oh, okay. And... Um, I got an email from a listener who uh, apparently I mentioned the movie Inglorious Bastards last week. This is Quentin Tarantino. And this guy had never seen it and he watched it and he was blown away by it. Let me also throw out Silver Linings Playbook, the clip, the movie that that clip I just played is from. I think that introduced maybe Bradley Cooper and I'm pretty sure Jennifer Lawrence was introduced by that movie. If you've never seen it, it is that good. It's pretty good. It's a classic, classic film, so check it out. I didn't enjoy it as much as you did. And lastly, New Orleans icon and legend Dr. John passed away today at the age of 77. The singer, piano player, and guitarist was born Malcolm Rebenack. He was a Rock and Roll Hall of Famer and a six-time Grammy Award winner. Rest in peace, my friend. Yeah. As far as Top 40 Radio, this was his only hit, but he wasn't really about Top 40. He was about knowledge and the music that they bring. So, rest in peace, buddy. Stop, oh, shit. stop, stop everything. You are trying to get out of the chicken. I'm not trying to get out of what the chicken. What is your hurry? We, it's a rainy day. We have no... Oh, oh it's those auditions are weighing heavy on you. Is that it? The auditions are weighing heavy on you? Heavy? Weighing heavy? Yeah. I it's think such not. such a rush. I'm about to show you a rush. <laughs> um, and before I forget, I'll remind everybody again, there is no show next Friday. But I do want to say happy birthday to everybody. Uh, not birthday. God damn it. Happy Father's Day because that'll be Father's Day weekend. All right. I like 
almost works. Hey, a little chicken with some dick in there. That's what I'm saying. Uh, all right, on 6-1, Karen turned 51. 6-2, Dean V turned 55. 6-7, Justin McGrew turned 40. And Aaron from Boise turned 23. He's a baby. Good Lord. Uh, 6 8, Amy, Amy Kearns turned 64. 6 9, Dennis C, 61. Carrie Whalen, 51. And next Friday, since we won't be here, 6 14, Alan Sanchez is turning 55. And April is turning 51. All right, go back to the young dude. What's his name and how old is he? Aaron. He's from Boise and he's 23. All right, Aaron. I want you to make a comment. Leave a comment in the comment section at mnlstudios.com. You're 23. What is it you like about this show? Because I'm 63. Linda's near 70. So what well, is well, it? Well, he likes you because he was a Mark and Brian listener. He's 23. We've been done almost 12 years or whatever it is. Six maybe. Okay, fine. Hey, I, I just, I do want to hear why it is you listen to this. I'm interested in that. All right. Are you ready for chicken? I'm ready. You have to pause it. I know that. Karen, Dean, Justin, Aaron, Amy, Dennis, Carrie, Alan, and April. All right, so when we see you next, we will get back with... Uh, Lenny said, did he just say you're in your 70s? <laughs> Lenny. Lenny's in New Jersey. Um, so we'll get to all the stuff we didn't get to when next we hear from all of you or you hear from us, vice versa. Uh, until that time, uh, Skeeter, how is it they find you? At Lake Norman, Linda. And the next time you're not going to see ducks, you're going to see swans getting rid of ducks. <laughs> well, as soon as we get them. rainy day we've got that to look forward to and you know what what i think we can go to lunch it has yeah, stopped it does, raining uh, no it's not the rain it's the thunderstorms i'm worried about leaving red so. fuck them and fuck wow. him wow stupid dog boy what a mood i can't wait to get rid of him <laughs> take that Should've right said. out of your mouth he's laying under my feet under the console he knows thunderstorms are coming all right, so everybody go have yourself a great week, a fantastic weekend. Uh, we will do the same. And next time we get together, we will have that Dwight Yoakam. It's worth the wait, I promise you. It's good stuff. I'll see you, Skeeter. Bye, y'all.